Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Review Lab podcast. I am Harry, creator and host of All Things Review Lab and its podcasts. Welcome, welcome back. Um, it's been a while, I know I said that you would get an episode back in June and July, um, but if you listen to the mini-sode that we put out, as I explained, life just kind of got in the way. Um, things got very busy, but it doesn't matter because we are back and I want to start first and foremost by saying a massive, massive thank you to you all for your support and your generosity and your feedback to the first two episodes. It did far better than I was ever expecting um, and it's just absolutely blown me away. So thank you so much for that. I also want to thank Will Jam um, for our new theme tune that you would have heard at the start of this episode. It is absolutely amazing. I am over the moon with uh, what he's created he has sent me two versions a short version and a longer version you will hear both um you heard one the shorter version on today's episode and you will hear a longer version soon um but he is absolutely amazing so um yeah thank you so much i will link him at the end of the podcast so you can go find him on spotify and check out his stuff so on to episode three on today's episode, I am joined by the hilarious and also my very close friend, Claudia, where we are going to be speaking all about Marvel Studios Comic-Con announcements from very recently. And we're also going to be talking all things Stranger Things. Now, pre-warning, going into it, there's going to be full spoilers for Marvel and for Stranger Things. So if you haven't caught up yet, this is a chance to go and catch up now. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Let's go. Hello everyone, I am here with my wonderful friend Claudia. Hello Claudia. Hi Harry, thanks for having Hello. me. Hello, that's alright, thanks for coming on. <laughs> I was just saying, just before we start recording, that I always get awkward and anxious before recording. So, I never know how to intro people. But you never, you never really would think it listening to them though, Harry. Like I told, I've told you many times, like you sound really, really good on them, so... I- I mean, I, ho- I hope so. I really <laughs> do hope so. Um, but no, thank you so much for coming on. It's been long overdue by at least a month. <laughs> um, it really has. Um, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm excited to talk all things. Um, all, have you said what the topic yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, all, things, about, yeah. Um, all things Stranger <coughs> Things. Um, and, and also, which is so exciting is the comic-con announcements yesterday with all the marvel yeah it kind of i ain't gonna lie i couldn't sleep anyway yeah so i stayed up to kind of look at the live stream on twitter and stuff and the more they were announcing i was just like crikey it's so much (laughs) there is so much content they have spitting out (laughs) it's it's I find it mad because obviously you spend they spent the first 10 years proper building out phases 1 to 3 and now phases 4 to 6 are going to be done in 4 years That's that baffles me I mean I'm kind of not I don't really want these 4 years to go quickly because I will be in my 30s by that point so <laughs> they yeah, can, they can realize, take their time with it I'm happy <laughs> I realised that I'd be 28 by the time the last Avengers comes out when the first Avengers came out, I was 15. Oh, wow. I was just like, that's that's really scary. 
So uh, which one are you really excited about, which they announced? I think well, there's quite a lot. I actually write them all down in my little notebook. Like, <laughs> I know. I think... See, there's quite... So, like, you've got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, you've got Secret Invasion, Guardians 3, Loki Season 2, Blade, The Marvels, um, Daredevil, the series, Captain America. And that's all just in the space of a year and a half. Mm. like that's 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 insane i am i am a big daredevil charlie cox fan when it was on netflix so i'm very very excited for that yeah i, I think that's gonna be i haven't actually um watched daredevil so i feel like i need to i need to get get on that um i mean i, I would recommend it just as a just as a separate show because i think this is going to be its own thing and just the same characters the same yeah. actors but I think it was such a strong just drama series in general. It was so so good. I can't I can't stress how good it is. How do you feel about um Loki what did you think of Loki, the first series? I loved it. Yeah. I think that's their strongest one so far. In terms of like their Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, really? I I really enjoyed it. I waited a long time before actually watching it because um yeah. They were releasing the episodes weekly. I'm not that kind of person. I'm a binger. I will have to watch it all <laughs> in one day. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Um, so I kind of waited until everything was out and then I just binged it all. I, but I loved it. I really, really loved it. And I think um, you... Have you seen the new Thor film? Yes, I saw it a week and a half ago. I missed Loki in it. I think I really missed his presence in that film. Yeah, I think I think for me it didn't it got towards like three quarters of the way through, and it just I really enjoyed the film, but it mm. just felt like that was missing. Yeah, that kind of that kind of brotherly banter they have in like Ragnarok, for example. Yeah, was just was just that's you really felt they tried to recreate recreate it with like Korg and Thor. Yeah, which was which was fun, but it just wasn't it was the same level. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I think like this year out of Marvel films, I do think uh, Multiverse of Madness was um, was a lot better. So I preferred it. Uh, I don't know. You see, I think I've only watched both once. Yeah. At first, I thought I preferred Multiverse of Madness, but the more I think about it, I don't. I really don't know. Yeah. I think they were both kind of. I think they were both even playing field in terms of they weren't the strongest they've ever done no before. i mean like i came out of multiverse of madness and i was i think i'd messaged you i was like tell me when you've seen it because i was just like yeah. it was quite a stressful film <laughs> i didn't feel it's like relaxed yeah yeah it's really it really puts you on the edge with all like especially with all the wonder stuff and that's great how did you feel about the wonder stuff because it's very very divisive the wonder stuff do you know what i love her I absolutely yeah. love her. She's great. She's one. She's she's she my killed baby. A lot of people. I mean, not cool, but yeah, we move. You know, we get we over it. <laughs> yeah, we'll forgive think... her. She'll get her redemption. Like they'll bring her back. She needs her. She, yeah, she needs her redemption. So yeah, for sure. And I think that's what that's what I liked about Strange too. When it came to Wanda, is you understood it, you didn't necessarily agree with the way she was doing things mm. but you knew 
why she was doing it. Yeah. Because she had a completely valid reason and only when she was put in front of that reason when she sees her kids at the end does she go, Oh, I've I've fucked up. I've yeah. I've really done some bad stuff here and you're like, Yeah, you've Yeah. So yeah, I really did enjoy that. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> I, I do find it quite funny though because I'm like but you didn't have kids son so um yeah you did imagine them up in your head yeah so I kind yeah. of felt that like a little bit hard to kind of um yeah understand her motive um but yeah. you know when you kind of get over that it is a very enjoyable film and I really love I've loved her kind of character development over the oh yeah over the films she has the worst time the absolutely worst she, yeah she's got the worst luck out of all of them she's really had a shitty time yeah i think so out of their announcements they did yesterday right so like i said you've got so you've got phase five which is ant-man and the wasp free quantum mania mm-hmm. secret invasion guardians free echo loki marvel's blade iron heart christ Agatha Coven of Chaos, Daredevil, Captain America, Thunderbolts, and then you've got Fantastic Four, Avengers Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret Wars, as well as eight more things they haven't announced, which yeah. is ridiculous. What What are you excited about? Um, I think I well I think Agatha. Um, what was it? Uh, Agatha Coven of Coven of Chaos. Coven of Chaos. Yeah, I really like that actress. I can't remember what's her name. Isn't it like um, it's Catherine Hahn, right? Yeah. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. Love her. She's great. She's such a good crack. Like I, um, every single film she's been in, even when she was in uh, WandaVision, I really, really enjoyed her character. Um, so. So yeah, I um, I I'm, I think I'm, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. I'm also looking forward to Secret Invasion. Um, yes. For a number of reasons, number uh, a number of reasons. Um, yeah. I um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I'm gonna have to check and if if I'm not allowed to, you're gonna have to edit it out. Right. So this could possibly cut to something completely random okay <laughs> but but carry on um i will obviously cut this out don't worry yeah um so my dad is actually an extra in secret invasion outstanding yeah and he got to meet um he's he met samuel L. jackson as well which is so cool that's insane yeah um yeah let me just text him now and ask <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean That's he's done nice. quite a lot of stuff actually. Um, but he has to sign like NDAs, so I'm not. I mean I'm not sure if he's had to sign like a one for this. But they knew they were filming in the UK for this one, so of course like it's gonna get around like extras, well, yeah, all that exactly. kind of stuff. It's yeah, and I mean there's so many filming pictures and set videos and all that that gets around. They can't they can't control everything. No, no. Um, so so yeah that's that's really exciting and so yeah secret invasion really looking forward really looking forward to that one i love that so much 
Do you know what my favourite one? I'll probably go, go off a tangent about all the extras my dad's no, been in. Go for it. Um, so he was in Paddington and you actually see him like on the screen. Like he's like next to, um, what's the guy? Oh, I'm really bad with names. Um, Hugh Bonneville. Hugh Bonneville is right next he's to him, right, right, at the, yeah. right at the start. And I'm like, this is great. Like you, you actually see you. Whereas a lot of the time you just see the back of his head. <laughs> him imagine that Paddington's such a beautiful film as well it's mm. so so good I couldn't imagine I'd love to be an extra I must be yeah. so cool well you know what it's not that um I don't think it's that hard and he's been on he's been an extra in like EastEnders um EastEnders Doctors like loads of BBC stuff um bloody hell yeah, I mean, he retired and then he was just like, oh, I'm bored, like, I want to do something. And he always wanted to do extra work, so he decided to do that, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Who knew your dad was a, a secret <laughs> actor? I know, but when I, worked, when I worked at PPC, he was like, can you get me jobs? I was like, no, dad, it doesn't work like that. It's post-production. <laughs> yeah. We are, we're not on the set, I'm afraid. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Amazing. Okay, well, look, I feel like we should talk a bit about, well, just how we met, really. Yeah. Because to, to the listeners, I've introduced you as my hilarious and close friend, Claudia. Yeah. But I've not said anything else yet. I love that you think I'm um, hilarious. <laughs> I do. You are absolutely hilarious. Um. So for context, we both, well, when we met, we both worked in the film industry um and that's how we met i joined a company that claudia uh worked at and um i was just a young baby <laughs> little sprog um, a little sprog <laughs> and she took me under her wing um helped me out and then she <laughs> fed, went you toast. <laughs> fed me toast do you remember that you used yeah. to bring me in like bread and butter to, <laughs> to, to make, make sure toast. i ate breakfast so you had breakfast <laughs> I was so I was so all over the place. <laughs> Crikey. Um but yeah, that's how we met and we've been we've been firm friends ever since. Thick as thieves. <coughs> Thick as thieves. We love a good chinwag. We love a good gossip. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that's um, what we were doing just before the podcast is catching each other up on all the gossip. So we just come out on it's this. It's great. <laughs> it's great because we'll we'll rig each other like once every three weeks be like right so what you got and i'll be like uh <laughs> this person's having a baby and you're like oh my god yeah um, this person's getting married i'm getting to the harry when are you hit your late 20s i'm sorry but <sighs> this is with the wedding season i've got two weddings next year <laughs> Oh, but that's nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, that'd be nice to go to. I'm so excited. One's in Italy, so I'm like, cool. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Oh, I love, I love weddings. I love a good old wedding. Yeah. Me and Maddie went to our first wedding as a couple back in March uh, for our good friends Amber and John. Shout Amber and John. They listen to this actually. Um, hello. <laughs> um, and it was amazing, and it was our first time. I, rem- I remember the day before we were almost a bit nervous because we had we'd been out as a couple and we go on like double dates and all mm. that stuff but we had never been to like an event a wedding yeah and i feel like it's i feel like it's different going to a wedding like that mm. um yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think about my late 20s though i've only just hit my mid-20s i know i mean 
I know there's going to be more weddings to come, more Hendys to go to, more money to spend on everyone. <laughs> That's the one thing they don't warn you about when you're a kid, right? You go to school and they go, here's a life cycle of a plant. But they don't go, by the way, money's tough and we're not going to teach you about finance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You kind of have to kind of figure it out yourself in the dark. If no one tells you what to do or even like kind of guides you, then you're kind of like... Like, how do I do this? But that's yeah. that's the beauty of your 20s because you make those mistakes in your 20s. I am hoping by the time I hit 30 that I've learned from those mistakes and I will have my life a little bit more together. <laughs> well, I think, I think, I'm not just saying this because you've wonderfully come on my podcast. Yeah. Um, I, gen- I do think your life is together much more than you think. I think mm. you're very... I don't know. I you're you're very much a role model to you're a role model to me Aww. when we were working together. Harry. So um, I was say I was saving that one for the record. <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Um, no, but you are. I remember when we used to work together. Everyone would always come to you for the anything was wrong or need advice or just kind of kind of life guidance. We'd <laughs> go to you. Yeah. So yeah, do you, you remember? Can talk, you can when, talk to me about everything except a love life because that is the one department that i suck in (laughs) i can do anything else throw anything else at me but as soon as you start throwing a love life at me i'm like nope (laughs) keep that away i think i think yeah i think that could be quite a topic for everyone to be Mm, fair do you remember do you remember before we get onto our topic do you remember when we when you were leaving to go to another job yeah and because you knew i'd miss you you printed out a photo of yourself on a pumpkin <laughs> patch and you stuck it to the wall and you, you you had someone this is how this is how far she took it ladies and gentlemen she had someone come and get me as if like, oh harry can you come have a look at this in another room and i was like oh, okay i wandered into the room and they just shut the door and it was like you have to sit in here for a minute and i was like why and they're like you'll see and then they when they got the signal they went back and i went back and then i just saw a picture of you like smiling at a pumpkin patch. It was, <laughs> it's a lovely photo and you were just standing there like because you'll miss me and i was like oh that's wonderful thing is i Thank actually so much. i forgot about that um did you really yeah I, I mean but it sounds like something i would do so i'm not even surprised <laughs> it's it's one of my it's one of my fa- and if you don't get me wrong if you would cut this out it's fine but it was one of my favorite memories of all no time. no it's because um, it just it just made me smile it's so funny do you i don't um, think you were at the company when we did this but when it was joe's birthday he was off for the day and his mum put a picture of him on facebook of yeah. him when he was like i don't know like six seven and he was dressed up in this like costume it was like this old western kind of costume and we printed out so many and we just stuck them all around his office we cut out his face we put it on the thor poster we um he had like this little trophy cup we put one of the heads in the trophy cup we put it on the light and he was like still finding them for months after because we hid so many he must have been fuming no he thought it was really funny actually so it went down quite well thank fuck thank fuck okay so one thing that i kind of found out about you very soon after we met which is why i brought it up is um you are i personally would say a mega fan yeah i don't know if you'd class yourself as a mega fan but i would class you as a mega fan 
of um, a little show called Stranger Things, which is what we are going to talk about. And I couldn't think of anyone else I'd want to talk to about it, um, because I feel like you know everything about it, I'll be honest. I mean, I like to, like, read up on it. I like to um, look at everyone's fan theories. I find it really interesting. Um, I think it's just, like, I just love the show. I just think it was, like, from the first series down to this one they've just smashed it out of the park each series yeah. like i've got my favorites and i've got my least favorites but um okay but yeah i um i think it's just i've i've loved watching them all grow up and kind of grow into into themselves as actors as well so uh yeah, yeah. well so for those that i mean if you've not heard of stranger things i don't really know where you've been but just in case it is a netflix series created by the duffer brothers it was premiered in 2016 uh it's currently had four seasons released with a fifth one and final one on its way it's set in the 80s in a fictional town of hawkins indiana where a group of uh of young kids and teenagers discover um some supernatural occurrences to do with a thing called the upside down going on um and it kind of kind of goes from there and each season kind of has its own story arc and it's just it's just premiered season four which is what we're primarily going to talk about um but we've got it's spoilers for all of stranger things to be fair because it's you know it's been out a while but i feel I like uh, people should have watched it by now <laughs> it's mad i find it mad that i know some people that like i've got a friend that's just only just started watching it for the first time and i find that i find that crazy because it's such a I mean the PR they do for each series as well Netflix just pumps money into that show they're just like yeah just do whatever you want like and it's everywhere it's everywhere it's when you log on to Netflix it'll be the first thing you see so you know like there's no escaping it (laughs) do you reckon do you reckon Netflix are nervous for the when it finished I know they're doing like spin-offs and they want to do mm. I think I read about a stage play and all that but do you reckon they're nervous because it is it is their money maker their, their sta- yeah it's their staple isn't it it's, yeah. their, it's their thing and I've never really thought that it's their last one next did you really, uh, did you see that uh, when they um, did like a kind of brief to the execs um um, a brief to the execs about um, season five. They're like, oh yeah. yeah, they started crying and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, they were just crying because their money maker is stopping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're crying because their business is not going to go well. Afterwards. Oh, I really, I really like. I feel like quite a loyal Netflix supporter. I really like it. And and um, I yeah, I I've been I'm... a subscriber since it kind of first like started streaming so when i was at uni i started paying for it and um i just always think they've got this it's always something so i agree yeah well let's talk season four yeah so season four premiered in two parts um it's completely finished now we're waiting for the fifth and final series this was i think one of the strong not just strongest season not just the strongest season of the show but I think it had some of the strongest moments in TV mm. in general. Yeah, I think I think the general consensus is 
they absolutely nailed it and yeah. knocked it out of the ballpark. But what, what was your thoughts on Series 4? Um, okay, so... I loved it. Of course, I loved it. Big fan. Like they did a lot. Of course, they of do course. a lot for the fans. I think. I. I mean, for me, they follow the same structure every single series. So it's like they all have their little separate adventures, um, and they yeah. all have their kind of little subplots between each group of characters. And but then, in like the last episode or two episodes, they will always come together at the end and fight whatever. Um, whatever they um, are fighting, whether that's the Demogorgon, whether that's the Mind Flare, whether that is um, Vecna. So, yeah, um, yeah. I I mean, loved it. Absolutely loved it. I felt this series, my only critique, really, um, is it felt a little bit messy at times. So... Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Do you remember in series three... Yep. Yeah, there was just this really lovely, neat story arc that went through the whole series, and it just felt it was just was such a pleasure to watch. I just felt it was just so concise and to the point. And yeah, um, whereas this series, I felt like, oh, okay, we're here. Oh, okay, we're there. Like, I didn't really feel um, there were moments where I felt a bit just. Um, disorientated at some point so i'm like oh okay we're at this point oh okay i think like if you'd have taken out one storyline from that it would probably felt a little bit neater yeah i'd i'd say the same to be honest i think i think i under i understood why they had them apart considering it's the second to last series so i get that the next series is going to be all of them together constantly so they wanted to kind of break them apart a little bit But there were some storylines and some parts I just didn't really care for. Which ones are they? Like, it's, well, at least for part for volume one, I didn't really care about the California stuff. Yeah. And and Eleven being bullied, which was sad, and Mike coming over and all. I didn't care about any of that. I cared about Hawkins. I was really yeah. gripped by the Hawkins stuff. But then it it felt like every time they went. To California, it was just for Eleven, but then also, oh look, let's just show you a little bit of what the others are doing. Yeah. They're just they're chasing Eleven. Ah, oh, that's sad. Yeah. So yeah, I I wasn't. I felt that did let it down a little bit. I think. Um, kind of taking it back to the bullying. Um, yeah. How did you feel watching that? I didn't. I don't know. I think. I think. It, it was it's a weird one whenever you see i think whenever you see bullying on film and tv especially if you've experienced it yeah. um you can find it quite intimidating to watch and there were some scenes i found very intimidating like the scene in the classroom when she's given her presentation i found that almost overwhelming yeah it was and heartbreaking the... i felt like you felt yeah. her... i mean Millie Bobby Brown is a fantastic actress, isn't she? Like you can really oh, yeah, feel you can really feel her pain in her eyes. Like um Yeah. And when she was talking about her dad and I was just like it that broke my heart. I was just like, how can someone look at someone else and be so cruel? And then you have to yeah. think, but they're teenagers. They don't have really they don't really have a lot of empathy at that age. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's horrible because, like, especially with like you said with that scene, 
it, she's laying everything on the line and it's such a kind of a truthful emotional moment for her and this this girl just absolutely ruins her mm. and i found that so overwhelming but yet the scene in the playground where they're all kind of pointing and laughing at her mm. I, it didn't affect me at all. Mm. I was just a bit like, oh, this is... I don't know if that's because the classroom scene felt real. Yeah. I could relate to it. I remember it happening when I was in school. Yeah. But the 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 playground kind of scene felt too staged, yeah. I think, for me. How about you? How did you find it? Um, I felt Will was a bit useless, I'm not going to lie. A bit of a, a uh, yeah. I'll get onto it in a minute, but yeah, he was he was. I, just... I was just like, you just was like, come on, man, like just stand up for her, just like do something, just like say something, so she's got that little bit of support. And um, yeah, and I really, I, I really just was like willing him to yeah. excuse the pun, willing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for him to say something and stand up for her but also you kind of then have to think about will's character is he the type of character that would do that and probably not because he probably gets bullies well he used to get bullies in the last series um in the previous series as well so i can kind of see why he didn't but it was just frustrating as a viewer to watch it happen and yeah i found yeah 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 i think I think as well it was most frustrating when they're in the roller rink when oh. Mike tries to stop it and tries to help her Will just literally does he just stands there he yeah. doesn't move he doesn't you know I get you'd be anxious in those situations especially and you'd get to you but if you're if your friend is trying to help as well mm. you'd at least try something but he just seemed a bit yeah nothing I mean like I, I'm not even going to get... Well, I will get started on Mike because I don't like him. I think he's the worst character on. on the show. <laughs> get into it, get into it. Why uh, don't you like Mike? Oh, he's just annoying, isn't he? He's, like, so selfish and so, like... Yeah. Um, He's just not a good person. And he thinks, like... And I'm sorry, I just, like, can't remember the last time he did something really brave in the show. Something that I was like, wow, Mike, you made such a difference in this, in this, like... I don't think he has. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like he's a bit useless. I feel like he's had the least character development. Yeah, and he stayed the same. He's the same selfish kid as he was in the first series. Just cares about what he wants. And, um... And whilst everyone has kind of grown up like around him, he's kind of just stayed stagnant. But then again, you could probably say the same about Will. Will's kind of stayed stagnant too. He hasn't really had much... I don't feel like he's had much of a chance for character development over the series. So it'd be really interesting in the next series how they um, how they get on... Well, how they develop those two characters because I'd quite... Yeah. I'd really like to see Will come into his own i'd really like to see will with a new haircut um <laughs> and yeah i agree i'd really like to see mike actually do something even when he was at the roller rink i'm sorry he could have got to l in time but he didn't yeah you know like you saw when in the i think it was the first series where mike's being bullied and um with Dustin on the cliff edge and he gets told to like jump off do you remember that bit where he gets told to jump off yes. the cliff edge yes and um, 
and even in the sports hall as well when he was being bullied in the sports hall um and l makes um the bully we himself and um yeah. and then at the well at the cliff and she breaks his arm you know she does so much for him what has he done for her <laughs> yeah i do i do find that because if you if you take the kids right so for example dustin oh, i love i love I love Dustin, right? He's the and he goes best. On a journey. He He's amazing. Like the, my favorite. He, he goes on a journey of kind of bit of a bit of a sweary, uh, funny kid in season one to season two. He's a bit down in his luck. He's unlucky in love, but he strikes his bromance with Steve to series three. That bromance is even heightened, and he he gets taken away from the main group and really comes into his own. Season three is my favourite series for Dustin, yeah, um, and for Steve as well, yeah. Um, and then with series four, he's a fully fledged character, mm. right? And then again, you have Lucas, who I think lacked a bit of character development, and then you got this series where he he started off as an, a bit of an mm. arsehole and then ended up completely shifting that and mm. you saw that complete journey but then you get to you get to Mike yeah. and he's done nothing yeah. he's just he just oh Elle's I love this oh, I've met this girl she's she's weird I like her oh I miss the girl mm. I love this girl yeah oh you're great like it's just a bit too samey yeah yeah you know definitely I think do you know what Lucas the actor um, yeah he is he is really good. He was a really good. He was really good in the first series as well. I thought. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic in the first series, and I felt like in series two and three he wasn't really used that much. Maybe like for the love story with Max and. Or, yeah. But in this series, my God, was he good? The finale, which we'll get to in a bit, but the finale, he comes into his own. Yeah. That's when I was like, it was the first time this character, the character of Lucas made me emotional or made me feel on edge the rest mm. of the time when anything's happened i've kind of been a bit like well i really like this character but i'm not too invested but in this finale i was fully no lucas lucas has to get out of this this yeah. is this is very tense yeah yeah i agree it's um yeah i think i just think like these um these characters um i mean i haven't even spoken about like the kind of other than the boys you've got like yes, robin nancy steve um jonathan oh, I love steve um actually fun facts for you um i met okay. i met um charlie heaton who plays jonathan in a pub once oh really yeah yeah i was at someone's what was he like? i was um at someone's leaving do and um this was just after the first series came out and um yeah. we'd had like a stranger things halloween party at uh, my flat nice. And um, and I had all the pictures for it. So I was there. I was just like being such a little little fan girl. I was like, oh my god, like look at the pictures from my Stranger Things party. But he was like so chuffed with it. He was like, I'm so glad you enjoy the show. He was really nice though. But he was there with his family, so I didn't really want to pester him too much. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love story. I love stories like that. I love it when you meet someone, and you could you could meet someone and take a selfie and yeah. then walk off or. Or you could do that, or you could, or you can meet someone and just make a memory of it, and it feels like that's the kind of thing where you walk away going, "Nah, that was that was sick. That's such a good story to be able to tell people as well." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
yeah, I like his character. And obviously, you've got Max as well in the series. I'd say she's... Well, Max Max becomes... I feel weird saying I've got a sibling called Max. Every time I say Max, <laughs> I think of the wrong thing. Um, but Max is probably the central protagonist, i say, for the Hawking stuff. Yeah. I would say. And boy, does the fact that Sadie Sink did not get nominated for an Emmy... Is, I I feel is, personally insulted by that. I think yeah, like yeah. all the fans did. Like we were so like she was incredible. I really yeah. don't think she's like in the past two series. I like I was like yeah she's all right she's all right of an actress. But in this series I was like flipping neck. You're like on par with like Millie Bobby Brown kind of acting. You know yeah. So you know yeah. it was just so nice to see her being given this story and to be able to challenge herself as an actress and um see her develop into this role as max and we all felt her pain as well like throughout that series like you know we've all uh, i mean you've got your max who you love and i mean i've got my sisters who i love but sometimes like in the past i've been like oh they're so annoying like and you, yeah, you're like that yeah. with your siblings and of course you fight with your siblings and that's something that happens throughout any anyone with anyone's life and um with um max you like her and billy didn't really get along but yeah he was still her brother and i think that's the thing is that she watched him die in front of her and you can't just go back to normal after that of course you're going to have some PTSD some trauma some kind of um what's the word uh well you're going to have you're going to have that baggage and you're going to have that baggage for a long long time yeah I think I think definitely coming into this series I was I think I think when series 3 ended I kind of had a feeling that Max would be implicated in some way but I didn't realise the extent of how she was going to be implicated. And then, like you said, I was very much the same. When she was introduced in Series 2, I was like, oh, at first it was it felt a bit in the first episode, oh, she's like Eleven substitute, for yeah. example, because Eleven had gone, she had been placed in, and then she really started to make her way to her own. And the Series 3, her relationship with Eleven, it really kind of made me, I was like, I oh, know she's a really cool character, but I still don't know a lot about her. And then... To be fair, even for the first couple of episodes of this season, it's not until you get to episode four, um, Dear Billy, mm. where she knows that she's the mind that Vecna's coming for her. She writes these letters and she goes and sits down by her brother's um, gravestone and just reads it out. And then what follows is is it's breathtaking. It's yeah. truly, um, I was in tears yeah. fully. I it got me quite a lot I so yeah, was just I th- I like think... I was sitting there and I felt like I was just like run run like yeah. I was just like yeah I was literally like come on you can do it I was literally like willing her I was just like you can't yeah. leave us <laughs> it was the first time watching this show that when it got to the end of it where she you know she's being she's being lifted up by Vecna mm. running on the or running on that hill by Kate Bush's oh, playing amazing. which is superb um bit of music choice as well and she's running and she's running and she's running and it cuts to black and then she falls and she's all right. It was the first time I jumped out of my chair and I punched the air for this show. I'd never really felt that before, but I feel like... The one thing I will say about this season, 
is um i feel like now they know it's coming to the end they're really raising the stakes yeah so like for example in that bit she genuinely could have died i I was i was pretty sure that she was going to be killed off yeah um so you feel tense and you feel so on the edge of your seat yeah um and i think that's working for it i think yeah they um they said like a big character was gonna die um and i because the thing is i feel like in this series we all talk about obviously eddie we talk about max but we don't talk about dr brenner um so how did you feel about dr brenner's death i mean it was it was the actual death and the episode itself was very well done and i i thought it was it was very effective i never really liked his character Mm. but i understood his point of view i didn't agree with his point of view but i understood his point of view so when it came to that death scene he's asking almost for forgiveness Mm. and l just walks away i felt quite satisfied Mm. i was a bit like yeah this is that's what she i'd I'd have been annoyed if she had forgiven him yeah and i've been like oh papa because i was like no he's yes okay he's trying to protect you but he also experimented on you and yeah. basically locked you up in a prison yeah, for and then gave the first her 11 years of your life electric um collar <laughs> like that was me- yeah it was so messed up <laughs> what the fuck is that about so yeah when he when he was brought back i was a bit when he was first brought back in this season i was a bit like oh for god's sake all right they're doing all right he's back whatever let's do it and then they started just to explore that and i was like oh, okay i understood why they brought him back now but by that point he had run his course i was like no he can we don't need him anymore mm-hmm. they've they've fully explored that relationship i think yeah but um, what about you yeah i mean i kind of saw it coming as well um yeah. i was just like they don't really have any use for him after this series like he helps her get her powers back and that's all we really need him for um yeah and his character is just like just he's i don't think he's worth redemption so you know i'm i'm nervous about um the other um doctor i can't remember his name now it's a lot i've lost it oh yeah i can't remember no, I know you know which gets... one I mean, the one that's been really sweet to 11 and the one that kind of rescued her from going to juvie um yeah so so yeah um I'm kind of glad they didn't kill him because I was like, I would have felt really, really sad um, with his death more yeah. so than Dr. Brenner's. Um, but yeah, I felt they they kind of wrapped that up quite nicely and then it went on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. What do, you, what do you think of Eddie? Was you an Eddie stan? Like, did you, <laughs> did you fall in love with Eddie? Because like, I, I, I loved that character. Yeah. I thought it was great. But I, I was, the thing that I'm a bit worried about is I don't want it, I think it's good for Dustin of the journey he'll now go mm. on, but I, did, I don't want his relationship with Eddie to wipe out his, like, bromance with Steve. Yeah. Because their bromance is something I feel very strongly about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think? Um... No, I really liked Eddie as a character. I really thought um, in that first episode with Chris, him and Chrissy, they had a really yeah. good chemistry as actors. They were getting on, weren't they? Yeah, and yeah, um, and, uh, yeah I just thought those two were like really, really they had it was great. Um, 
I, I mean, like, I liked him as a character, but I'm not, like, a massive, massive Eddie fan of either. It's probably okay. not ever. <laughs> probably going to upset some people, but, you know, like... There's, I... pe- there's people screaming at the phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> How could you? Um, but they do this in every series. If you look from series one, they took away Barb. Barb was my favourite character. Series two, Bob. Um, yep. And then series oh, Bob. Series three, Alexi. You know, they bring you... this one character in and then they rip them away from us. So whilst I was watching the series, I was like, they're gonna rip away one of our favourite characters. It's either gonna Don't be get attached. the uh prison guard who we've kind of hated yep. but then likes and then we've actually grown to really like him. Is it gonna be him or it's gonna be Eddie or it's gonna be someone else? So, you know, yeah. I knew it was I re- it was kind of coming yeah i remember around the, when series three came out i think i just started we just met really or we had known each other just for a little bit and you alexi's death got you yeah that you you were heartbroken i was at alexi's so death. heartbroken over alexi's death i just thought he was just like he was such a good character and he was such good for like Joyce and Hop and like he kind of really eased that tension between them so you know he was such a good icebreaker um and his inside jokes with uh, Murray I really really liked I just thought yeah he was just like a I just felt he was like a nice person and and it was like in Bob in series two like Bob was such a good character and he was such a good person and they just got ripped away from us too soon. It's sad. Yeah, apparently, I read uh, earlier with Bob, Bob was meant to die earlier in yeah. the series by Will. I never knew that. Yeah. I found that really interesting. I thought that would have been that would have been a very interesting move, but I'm kind of glad he had the kind of heroic sacrifice in series two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Um they kind of did this with Steve. Steve was supposed to die in series one. Yes. Um, yes. And yes. the Duffer brothers loved him so much that they were like, no, we want to keep him on. Like we really, and he has such a great character arc in the first series. He's like, starts off yeah. as he's just like, oh, like the popular, he's a douchebag, popular kids going after the nerdy girls, such a cliche, you know? Um, yeah. And then things develop between them. And then, some uh, and then when they start like doing the Nancy Wheeler starring as the slut or something on this um at the cinema and you know that was yeah. that was really awful and he realized his mistake and he went and cleaned up all that mess and then he went to go and try to redeem himself and say sorry to Nancy and Jonathan um and that's when he helps them fight the demogorgon and um yeah and he, and he just, really just turns. He does. It's like something clicks in him. And I mean, as he says in this series, he says, um, I needed that like that bump on the head. And that was yeah. you to Nancy. And yeah. you know, I, I really felt I really felt that. Um, but he just I think he just gets better and better each series. Oh, yeah, he's my favourite character. Yeah. I absolutely I love him. I love his romance with Dustin and I really love his friendship with Robin. Yeah. Like the scene in series three where 
he's trying to like he's about to try and ask her out she she comes out as, as gay and he just goes all right fair yeah. doesn't what make girls a big thing attractive about. yeah and he just goes do you find this girl attractive because i do yeah and it's such a love it's such a good scene yeah that just shows if that was him in series one he would have been a wanker well this but is the thing in... isn't it like character development of how much he's grown like him imagine him and robin would never have been friends in series one ever no way no um, way yeah and then you fast forward to series series three series four and he's just like so much more down to earth he's so much more humble he's so much more humble and i think that's why all the ladies love him watching the show because yeah. we see that and we're just like he's just nice isn't he yeah yeah he is great i do i yeah there's a special when they released that protect steve billboard um just before part two series four there was a part of me that was so worried they were going to kill him off mm. but then at the same time i was so scared about that i was just yeah. like no like i love and i think like his and dustin's friendship i think there's a moment in um series four where he um he says something to dustin like um oh i'll punch you so hard i'll knock you i'll knock all your teeth back out yes. and i'll be like flipping there and then dustin's like that's too far and then he kind of thinks about it he's like actually yeah i'm really sorry about that and he kind of like that's a good friendship he's like Dustin's yeah. establishing his boundaries. Um, Steve's accepting that he's overstepped the mark and apologizes straight away. And that's how their friendship works. And that's, I think it's also quite good for younger kids to see that as well. And see, like, oh, for sure. Call your friends out. If they've upset you, say, hang on, you've gone too far. They think about it. Actually, yes, I did go too far. I'm sorry. Yeah, it has to be done a lot more. And I don't think it's done enough Yeah. nowadays, I think. Yeah, I think, I think. I think their bromance is a very special part of the show. Hmm. I think, and I, I hope, I hope, yeah. My hope for series five is that they don't ruin that. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's my worry. Before we get to series five, and like theories, mm-hmm. what are some of your best moments of series four? So we've just had series four. I've got, I think I've got four mm-hmm. moments that I can't pick between. Okay. Um, which is so I really like the Dungeons and Dragons basketball um, cross cutting in episode yeah. one. I think that's amazing. I think the last twenty minutes of episode four, dear Billy, mm-hmm. outstanding. Yeah. Um, the ending of episode eight, where they use Journey as you see all the kids, they're like, Hawkins is in danger, and you see all the kids, like like Lucas, Max, and Erica, approach the Creel house, yeah. and they're just really bam, bamming it up. And then it's also the finale, where they take Running on That Hill by Strange, by Kate Bush, infuse it with the Stranger Things music, yeah. and you have, you have the montage of Nancy being a badass, Hopper just absolutely destroying yeah. that Demogorgon, Eleven confronting Vecna. Yeah, they're the four I can't choose between. Yeah, but what about you? Um. Okay. So, first episode, the foreshadowing in the first episode. I. I mean, I've okay. watched it. Obviously, I've watched this series 
probably about three times now <laughs> so i've kind Gosh. of picked up a lot but there is um when they're playing D and they um they're in the that last bit where they have to like it's like one in whatever chance and the first roll they do is an 11 to defeat vecna and it's not enough oh my god yeah yeah and then in this that they rolled i can't remember the number they rolled the second time but they roll another number and it's enough and i feel that's foreshadowing season five um but also in that first episode when um lucas is throwing up he's got his first hangover justin knocks on the door yeah and he's like oh yeah you okay um your first hangover feels like you're gonna split in two um <laughs> oh shit yeah so there's a lot of foreshadowing and there's probably some more stuff that i haven't picked up on um but it's just it's so interesting to kind of look back and see that and you're like they really thought about this they really like kind of teased us um that's insane yeah um seconds kind of let me think um i really liked them bringing um the guy who plays freddy krueger what's his what's the actor's name oh my god um here let me find it i can't believe i've forgotten that it's not rob something is it is it rob something robert england's that's it yeah so i so i really loved um robert england's making an appearance um to talk about creole house and the first lot of murders and um like what kind of his stance on that was and yeah i really i really enjoyed i really enjoyed that kind of homage to um to nightmare on elm street um, yeah. because this whole series basically was Nightmare on Elm Street let's be honest oh yeah 100% yeah, um, yeah, yeah. okay and third one what would my third one be I'm going to say it, Nancy being an absolute badass I've, told, yeah. I've said this to you before I just think her character development from series one to now what on earth she is so cool like so so oh cool. she's amazing she is my yeah. favorite she's like this tinsy little uh dot but fuck me like that like she can carry that shotgun like she <laughs> she's gonna single-handedly help um defeat vecna i could guarantee it oh, 100%. like she's like 100 percent. yeah she's so good like she's just I just yeah I'm just always amazed and she's just like and when she's like shooting Beckner in that final scene I'm like her face so it's like that hatred in her face yeah and that determination she really goes for it, she? yeah she's um she's an amazing actress an incredible actress and an oh, incredible character um yeah I really enjoy I really really enjoy her character and then my last my last favourite moment I'm going to say it, it made me sob but it is okay. probably 
and it's really hard to get me to cry at something um yeah. like a tv show or something it's i don't really i'm not i'm not a big cry at tv i hold it all in but i was like yeah. streaming tears and that was when max was dying and lucas was yeah. sobbing and that scene yeah, that between was... the two of them and yeah they're both their acting was insane it was so good and you really felt that anguish yeah that was that was that was tough to when watch he, apparently was... he when he shouts for erica erica help that was improvised he was just so like in the scene that he shouted it and i just think That's insane. oh my goodness you're really feeling those feelings like yeah yeah it's yeah that was probably I think that's the bit in the last episode that got me as well. That was the point where I was on the verge of tears and I was just like, shit, oh, I'm Harry, really invested in these characters. I sobbed like a baby. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I came downstairs to my flat and my flatmate was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, is everything fine? What's happened? Stranger <laughs> things. Uh, so, very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Before I talk about theories on series five... One thing we haven't talked about. What's your opinion on Nancy and this kind of... Obviously, she was with Steve. Yeah. Now she's with Jonathan. And now it looks like she's starting to like Steve again. What's yeah. your kind of feelings on that? Because I don't know how I feel. I thought I felt very much at the start of Series 4, no, she's with Jonathan. They're happy. They're staying together. But then by the end of it, I'm a bit like, oh, maybe... Maybe Steve is the right guy. I think and now I don't know how I feel. I think Steve's grown up a lot, and I think yeah. Whereas I feel like Jonathan's kind of stayed the same, and yeah, I feel like Nancy's starting to see that in Steve as that you know he's. I mean, John, Jonathan's lying to her about college. Like he's like, oh, I haven't got. He just won't tell her. And it's like, yeah, well, just, just tell her. It's not like... It's not that big a... Like, like, yeah, you it's probably be a big deal, it's but big it's deal, not like... But, yeah. It's, in in hindsight, are you guys really going to be going to college anytime soon? You're probably going to take a year out to help defeat Vecna. So... Yes, exactly. Like, you know, defer a year. <laughs> you know, figure yeah. out what you want to do. Um... But yeah, I just I didn't like the fact he lied to her in that last episode, and um, I felt like Steve's becoming very like open and honest with her about how he feels, and Jonathan good, and think. Jonathan's becoming very closed off. And we all know yeah. it happens in relationships when someone starts becoming closed off, and someone else is um, becoming very open with that person. You're like, oh, okay, like here's an open and honest conversation here's someone who's being very closed off like do they even want to be with me you know yeah but we all know that jonathan loves her but maybe they're they're, expressing it they're not really aligned at the moment they're not on the same page and i think maybe they need to have that time apart to kind of realize i think nancy needs to actually be on her own for a bit i don't think she is either steve or um jonathan she can just be by herself and that's and that's exactly and that's I was going to say that's not that's not a bad thing. If she ends the series going, you know, you know what, I'm going to be my own person. I'm just going to I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, that would that would send just a strong, if not a stronger message than 
choosing between these two guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I know, I know. There's people that are saying as well that like people like are that she they really like the, her kind of friendship with with Robin and all this stuff. Yeah. But I'm just very much like, yeah, let her be on her own. Let yeah. her be. She she proved at the end of series four that she can. She is a boss ass lady. Yeah. Um. And that she is, she's just wicked. Yeah. So there's no reason why she can't end the series just a strong independent woman yeah 100 percent. using that phrase i mean like it might be a little bit cliche if she does do that but also it'd be cliche if she ends up with either jonathan or um yeah or steve so you know it might be a case where she's like i don't want to make a decision right now i kind of want to sit on it (laughs) yeah we just never find out no yeah exactly it might be kept guessing for us and you know, some people might want closure. Some people might want her to be with either or. But some people might be happy with the fact she's like, no, I don't really want to make a decision right now. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be fan fiction out there somewhere <laughs> yeah. about the other choice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, look. We know... this. Well, the series basically ends where they lose. It's very... It's very the Empire Strikes Back, mm. the Stranger Things. They don't win. They lose the battle. They defeat Vecna for a for a for a bit. Yeah. But they lose the battle. Hawkins is destroyed. Yeah. Max is brain dead and in a coma. Um, Elle is on the run, but she's reunited with Hopper. We haven't even talked about Hopper and no, Hopper and we Joyce. haven't. We haven't done their story. There's so, but this is what I mean. There is so much going on in this series, and there's so yeah. much to discuss. Um, you could probably do like a part one, part two of these podcasts because we could probably talk about yeah. it for hours and hours. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, they. Um, I personally, I'm gonna okay. throw it out there. I wasn't keen on the Russia storyline. I felt like it just sometimes didn't flow. And I mean, like when I rewatch it, I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Like it's kind of nice to see, but I felt like that was dragged out for quite a while. It could have been. It could have been something as simple as, you know, you had the episode one stuff where Joyce gets the message and then mm. she flies off, yeah. and then it doesn't get picked up again until like episode seven and eight. Yeah. Have the whole four episodes without it because it was it was those in between episodes were very much just Hopper going up to the guard going, "Have you heard anything? Yeah, not yet." I'm gonna escape. Oh no, yeah. I'm captured again. Have you heard anything? Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Whereas you could have skipped three episodes of that. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm with you. I think it it wasn't my least favorite, but it was. Yeah. I could see. It it was a bit messy. It added to the messiness of the of the season overall. Yeah. I felt. Um. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact Joyce and Hopper are now together. Like, I really, really yeah, love that. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. But, um, but yeah, that kind of storyline was quite weak, I'd say. I also felt, I also felt the way they resolved Hopper being alive was a little shit. Yeah, like, I would have preferred it if he'd been stuck in the upside down. I would have, yeah, I would have like, thought that would have been a, such a better kind of narrative of him like surviving and him just being a survivor like but that is hopper like he's a survivor yeah. and him being in the upside down like what kind of 
uh, that would have been such a great kind of that would have been a great storyline for him yeah and i felt i felt the fact it was just oh the explosion knocked him back but when all when the explosion stopped and there was all the debris would joyce and murray not have checked mm. to see he was there 100% like wouldn't did why cuz you no would have seen check? him why did no one check yeah, why did the would... russians get to him before joyce and uh, murray and the police and uh, what the cia and all that kind of all those kind of people yeah. like yeah it just it, I've, it, there were a lot of little plot holes around around that yeah i feel like i feel like the hopper stuff is the thing they struggled with maybe in terms of like they knew they wanted to end series three and this kind of he's gone but we'll leave it kind of on a cliffhanger he's here and they know they want him in season five but they just wasn't sure on how to get him from a to b yeah so they've just done this which in some aspects works but in some aspects doesn't yeah kind of thing no yeah um yeah okay um oh going back just one last thing for the series no 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 don't be silly um eddie's guitar scene oh (laughs) one of the best moments (laughs) what a beautiful beautiful scene it was so so good good. it was just like we needed to hear eddie play guitar at some point during the series didn't we we were all wanting that like as soon as we found out he played guitar it was like a a Metallica fan were like we knew that something like that was coming and um yeah. do you remember in series three at the end of series three they did the singing with Susie and um <laughs> Dustin and the mirror of your dream <laughs> never ending story <laughs> and yeah. it felt very on par with that so it just felt like they they're starting they knew that was very popular in the last series like everyone loved that scene how could you not oh, yeah. it was so funny and it was such a good it's so rewatchable it was such a good break from the seriousness of that episode as well it was just like what is going on this is ridiculous but it is great and then um and then in this series as well you're like this is ridiculous but it's great <laughs> i can't believe they're doing this <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. And the only sad thing I felt about it was as soon as he picked up the guitar, it was like, right, no, he's no. he's the victim now. Yeah. Because not necessarily that he was going to die in that part, but it was like, it was like that was the thing it was building up to. Yeah. So I kind of knew that he'd, he'd have a sacrifice. But yeah. yeah, that guitar scene is is insane. It's known to be one of the hardest guitars. Yeah, the actor played it learn. as well. Yeah, 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 he I plays find that... guitar. Like, and I think that's amazing. Like, um, he was just—I like, could never do that. No, I couldn't. I mean, I can, I can barely play "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" on the piano. So, I mean, playing that, I—I <laughs> I I mean, props to any, so. props to anyone who can play a musical instrument. I've tried. I can't. I'm not very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, but it just makes me excited so. with those kind of, the kind of patterns I see in previous series. It's like, what are they going to do next series? Like, and this kind of goes on to what our predictions are for next series is, um, you know, what what are they going to do on par with with that? Because they've kind of set a little tradition and like and yeah, they have their structure every single series and it works for them and that's what makes the show so. 
um, popular is because when you've got a structure and you kind of stick to it, you might mix up the structure. But yeah. when you've got that, that's when the fans keep coming back because we kind of know what we're we're getting into. So it's like a kind of comfort, but it's, we're not being yeah. thrown into the deep end. So. I think the fact I think yeah I think the fact is their last one as well yeah they they're gonna they want they're gonna want to do a moment that really stands out as a testament to their show yeah so I feel like I don't know I don't know if it'll be it might mix the kind of funny with the serious mm-hmm. or they just go full full out because don't forget they've got to try and beat like the the set piece at the end of the finale of episode nine yeah. with Nancy and the and the Kate Bush song mixed with the Stranger Things theme. Yeah. Like like before we get on to the series, one of my biggest worries for series five is I know the writers you can tell the writers know exactly where they want to yeah. go. They know exactly what they're doing. Not like Game of Thrones where it was very messy. This is like right, we know exactly how we want to get there. Yeah. But my worry is they're not gonna be able to beat this season. Because I think this season was was ridiculously on another level like it mm. was it was it was mental um that's my worry and i hope i'm proven wrong i really do and i feel like i will be but it's still when you have a series as strong as this one mm. and it only gets better and better and better and then you get to a series where it was so good you just go what do you do next like yeah. it's it's a bit like right it's a bit bit off tangent it's a bit like spider-man right with no way home I love No Way Home. It's my favourite MCU film, but I, my worry is, where do you go now? And that's the same with that was the same with this series of Stranger Things. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm kind of curious because they said, didn't they kind of say they wanted to do a time jump um, because of all yeah. the actors' ages? And I'm like, yeah. but how are you going to do this time jump? Because you left it on that big cliffhanger where they're all looking out over Hawkins and the um the upside down is kind of leaking let's say into yeah. the real world you can't just leave it for five years <laughs> and just see what yeah. happens you know it doesn't like, make sense does it so for me like it would just be like it would make more sense for them just to carry on and try and get this sorted but like yeah i'm, I'm kind of intrigued how if they do do a time jump how they're going to explain it um yeah it might be it might be kind of like um almost mad max max x like they're they're living and adapting to this kind of like i feel like it's going to be very a lot of america is going to be taken over by the upside down by the Do time it come comes back yeah i feel like it would have bleed it would have bled out so much because if like you said if they do a time jump of like five years for example it can't just still be oh yeah hawkins is fucked and they're just that's not there or they've like, trapped them why... all in Hawkins or they've kind of co- done like a, a kind of quarantine of Hawkins yeah. um yeah so I think I think maybe that could be a possibility where they kind of just close off that part um yeah but yeah I mean how what other theories have you kind of seen or what are your kind of thoughts so my thoughts are I think Will will be the vessel of some sort yeah. to Vecna slash the Mind Flayer. I think he's going to end up being more of an antagonist than a protagonist. Mm. Not out of choice, more out of being controlled. Because obviously yeah. 
he goes this season having quite a minimal role and I feel like that's because they're gearing him up for yeah. just a whole heap of crap. I kind of want him to I, have a villain arc as well. I'd really I like do. to see him. I'd really like to see someone in the inner circle turn and kind yeah. of be like, these people treat me like garbage. Like, why am I helping them? Because they do treat him like, they, they don't treat Shit. him well. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. I just, I feel that um will having a villain arc would be quite an interesting development but then also doing that thing where right at the end he kind of is like what am i doing and so i mean it's predictable yeah. it's predictable but it's like still in it would still be good character development for him yeah i agree i think i think I think the general consensus is everyone thinks that Max is going to come back with powers. Yeah, that's how I feel. And I can see I that feel. being the very... Yeah, I can see that being the likely option. But then I have seen a few people say that they think... They think Max is trapped between... Um, reality and Vecna's kind of mind mm -hmm. stuff. And they say that Eleven is kind of giving... Is like using Max's life force to stay alive. So people are saying that they think... Eleven's going to sacrifice herself so that Max can be brought back to life fully. Right. And I, I could see I could see the show ending with Eleven sacrificing herself mm -hmm. to save the day. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Susan Fice has a lot of potential yeah. to really go all out with it. I would quite like to see Max coming back with powers, personally. I think that but would be pretty you, sick. But yeah. how they kind of, with the foreshadowing in that they mm. love to do, they keep mentioning that when Henry Vecna one takes someone's life, he takes everything. Yeah. He takes their memories. He takes their power. He takes everything from them, and. Yeah. Um, he has done that with Max but I think she is like a she is stuck inside his mind and I think they're going to have to go into his mind again and save her so yeah. I think that's um, that's another possibility um, I did find it interesting um, how when he took Eleven's well when he injured Eleven in series mm. 3 took some of her took her powers basically and then was yeah. able to open the gates and yes because um, 11 yes. was the only person that could open the gates so that's why he yeah. wanted her was for her power so it's going to be very very interesting what how they kind of what happens in the next series i saw a theory about oh, I, hate, I hate this theory um about <laughs> <laughs> it wills in like a coma and it's like a D and D coma and he's kind of created this all in his imagination. Oh, and I was just like, I Oh, hate that. it's like, it just cheapens it. Doesn't it? It just cheapens a whole TV show, a whole film. Like it's been done before, like, and it's been done it's to very, death it, as well. And yeah. I'm bored of it. I want them to just like, please don't do that. Did you watch Did you watch Moon Knight? I did. Yeah. I did. So yes. I got really upset in that episode where you thought, "Oh, great, he's in a psychiatric hospital." Oh, great. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. It's 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 very like 
like what they used to say about Harry Potter, mm. where it's like, oh, it's going to end, and he's just a, he's still a boy. It's a dream. He's yeah. under the stairs. Like you just you don't want to get to the end of this five season. You know, like I said, it debuted in twenty sixteen. So by the time it comes out, it'll be almost ten years. And it's like you don't want to get to the end of all of this, and it just be, yeah, he's in a dream. Oh, it's like so honestly, my worst I'd be, nightmare. I'd be fuming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think they'll do that angry. to the fans, but I don't like that theory that's come out. No, I think the one thing about the Duffer Brothers, I will say, is that they're very thought out and they're very, they they know what they want, but they also cater to what the fans would like to see as well they don't necessarily do it for fan service but they will mm. they're very smart in their decisions yeah it all plays into the story they don't just throw it in for the sake of throwing it in yeah and i yeah i think that yeah i find that very interesting so did you also see the eddie theory that they think eddie's gonna come <sighs> there's back. so many i'm just like okay like i understand everyone wants him to come back but I think it would cheapen his death if they did bring him yeah. back as a vampire. I just was like, no. Like, I understand the relation to Dungeons and Dragons, but I just think yeah. you just leave it like a character's dead, they're dead. You know, it's not, this isn't a fan, this isn't like the fantasy. This is supposed to be set in the real world. And in the real world, people yeah. die and they, they die for good. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think. I'm like you. I could, I could fully see them doing it just purely because of D and D law and how it relates to Vecna and the Mind Flayer. But I agree with you. I think his death was so more impactful than I think people were expecting. Mm-hmm. I think pos- purely because of the scene between him and Dustin, and then him saying that he loves him was improvised. Yeah. And then the scene between Dustin and the uncle really kind of heightens that yeah and i feel like them just bringing him back to be a bad guy yeah would be would be disappointing it's also like it's like bringing barb back right in series one everyone wanted barb to return everyone wanted her to be stuck on the upside down it would have been great if they had found her in series two Mm. but at the same time the fact she dies so early in season one and everyone's so outraged on it makes you carry on watching it because it gets you invested and it gets it makes it makes you go oh no there's there's genuine stakes to this it's not just he wakes up there's genuine there's a threat and they can't always escape that threat yeah yeah and it's yeah i think um i think with it it's it's a lot more sinister you start from series one when they're just fighting the demogorgon and now they're fighting like the big guy and yeah you know you can't just bring someone back you know it's yeah it's uh yeah if you're gonna bring if you're gonna bring um eddie back then i want my alexi back then <laughs> <laughs> did you was it do you have the alexi funko pop yeah of course i do yeah I thought so you did. i've got i thought you did i've got um i've got barb i've got um alexi and i've got billy so all the characters that die <laughs> Amazing. And now I, I and now I want Max. I really want Max. Um, I think like the person I kind of get drawn to during a series. That's the one I'll get as um. You go. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Do you have any more theories for series five, or anything you would like? To, maybe not even theories. What would you like to see happen? 
you know, it's the ending of this, it's, you know, it's the last season of this, they're going to do spin-offs and stuff, but it's the last season of this core show, you know, you're a big fan, mm. you, you want it to end in certain ways, you want it to do really well, what what would you love to see? Um, I would like to see Ted Wheeler getting off his armchair and becoming an unlikely hero. <laughs> I hate him. What, Ted Wheeler, the dad? I just... He's just so... He's such a grump, but he's so great. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, really I mean, yeah, want... He's... I want him to like have some kind of impact that it's going to be like this is funny and ridiculous but it's so like he it's sees, good he sees nancy like about to be eaten so he just gets out his own fucking shotgun and goes not my daughter like beats boom. it with the remote control <laughs> yeah yeah all right yeah that would be quite funny. but i would say that i think i'd also funny. like to see um karen the mum i think she like her and nancy team up you know yeah. i think they'd be a such a good duo See, I'm glad you bring this up, right? Because there is a very big theory. I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah, I think I About have. Karen. Yeah, so basically when they released Series 4 Part 1 and Part 2, everyone got individual character posters. Mm-hmm. And the character poster was the character on the top and the, there was a location at the bottom that represented the character. So, for example, um, Mike got California. Um, Dustin or Eddie got, like, the trailer. uh Eleven got the bunker kind of thing mm. and there's a poster with Karen on it and at the bottom is Henry Krill's house mm-hmm. and people are saying that she could possibly be Henry Krill's sister because at the end I think I don't know if me and you have spoke about this mm. but at the end of series four when it's kind of like snowing or whatever it is there's just a look on her face that's very much this isn't snow I know something's going on mm. and I know something's up yeah. so I, I could see that I could see that happening I wouldn't I, be surprised I don't know because obviously I rewatched it and I looked closely at the sister when um, when she was dead and I was like her yeah. eyes are gone <laughs> like oh okay fair so play. and I feel like sometimes with these theories I mean I'd love I think that I mean it would be it would be good like I think it would be quite like a little good twist but it's also like I don't know it doesn't really it wouldn't make sense as well it would just feel like a little bit too far-fetched just let them be standalone a red herring yeah almost yeah yeah that's Um, fair that's fair yeah I think yeah just leave 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 them be like get them to be unlikely heroes you know yeah but do you have predicted let them save their kids do you um, except 11 do you have any other predicted deaths in season five it kills me to say it mm-hmm. either max or luke um not max lucas or dustin mm-hmm. i think they're gonna kill one of those off because vecna very much goes after people that are dealing with grief yeah and that those situations they're both now dealing with quite a lot because yeah max is in a coma but he also watched her die dustin is dealing with eddie Mm -hmm. so i think one of those two i don't want them to but i think they will and either out of and it'll either be steve robin or jonathan it'll be one of those three if not multiple 
yeah. I feel like I feel like the move they would want to do is kill Steve off because they've saved him up until this point and make him go out the hero to yeah. kind of to kind of be like this is how much his character has changed and that would solve but the would, love triangle situation as well you yeah know? but I would be I would be devastated yeah I would too I'd be absolutely how about you um I actually think Mike's gonna die um I yeah. think um well do you remember when uh, Nancy was kind of semi-possessed by Vecna and then he kind of told her a plan yeah. and then she's like relaying the they're relaying it to everyone she's like I saw um I saw my mum dead I saw Holly dead and I saw Mike dead I think those yeah. I actually think those three characters are gonna die um well, yeah, everything she, else she, doesn't, she doesn't say true. her dad she doesn't say her dad yeah so you know she says those three characters and I'm like okay like I can see that happening um possibly you know I think maybe 11 as well yeah and I but I think Mike's death will spur her on I think it'll be like yeah. it'll be like he dies and then she's like gets all this power his will be very much like a penultimate episode death yeah that would then kick the gang into gear for mm-hmm. the last episode kind of thing yeah yeah I could see that it's just going to be extremely interesting how they kind of play this series out um i hope it's a little bit neater than the last series (laughs) yeah i want it to be tight and concise yeah concise not concise um yeah i'm very excited yeah only a year and a half to wait yeah i think i don't think we're gonna have as long to wait obviously waited three years i think we'll probably have about 18 i'm thinking about 18 months maybe later next year yeah christmas because that's kind of like a i think they're already in development now so um yeah they'll start shooting before the end of the year i would have thought yeah if not already i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they've started shooting like minor scenes already yeah i could see that I could see that. Well, I saw something that they were filming at Hawkins Lab. Um, there were like loads mm. of filming um, uh, crews around there, so maybe they've already started. Yeah, maybe. That's very exciting. <laughs> it's sad because I don't. You don't want it to end, but you do want to have a good conclusion. Yeah, you don't want it. Um, it's not like remember Dexter. Like, did you ever watch yeah. that? And that lot. No, but I know the ending. It was just so. There was eight series, and it was just like dragging on a bit, and like I cannot even begin to tell you what happened in the last three series. <laughs> uh, you don't want it to be that kind of show, though. No, you want it to go out when it's good. Yeah. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, um, yeah. There you have it. There's our kind of our faults of Stranger Things series yeah. four. We'll we'll probably say more on another episode. Yeah. You know, we, it's not the last time we will talk about this. this into two, Harry. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I, to be fair, I probably could. Yeah. If I do, is another story. <laughs> but I probably could. Um, I'll see. I'll see what the edit's like. Yeah. But um, before we go, at the end of every episode so far, I say every episode. This is the third one, but still, um, I do a quiz yeah. with the guest. They are more than welcome to do it with me as well. Where we'll ask a couple, just a couple of questions, see who's the better 
um, fan of this instance. I will say I have lost everyone so far. Okay. Um, Maddie won episode one, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Reese kicked my ass with Doctor Strange. So I'm assuming that I'm going to lose still. Um, but that's, that's okay. It's okay. That's I fine. might have... Um... I might have like a little brain fart and just like forget everything. <laughs> That's fine. Might work so, in your favour, um, Harry. <laughs> I've only got three questions. Um, but I will I will ask you first, mm-hmm. then you and we'll, we'll okay. work like that. You ready? Yeah. All right. Let's let's see how big a Stranger Things fan you are. I was gonna put my glasses. Oh yeah, I'll go put my glasses <laughs> so I can so I can read. Okay. What is the name? Of the newspaper that Nancy helps run in the series four, yeah. Um, I know what the one in series three was. I know it was the Hawkins Post, but I can't remember what the student one was. Uh... The fact you remember the season three one shows how good a fan you are. <laughs> You know, I can't remember. Is it something like the ti- something tiger, or is it like the Hawkins Tigers or something? Or Hawk- is that what you're going with? Um, trust your gut. Trust your gut. Hawkins tight. Hawkins high tiger or something? No, Hawkins tiger. <laughs> yeah, it's Hawkins tiger. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You were go- you were so nearly like oh maybe I won't do that. And I was like please just you've got it you- you're <laughs> saying it just just believe <laughs> yeah fair play fair play point to you well done okay um what was the name of Dustin's demodog in season two and if you can think of the what were the color of the spots on his back oh you. <laughs> Do you know what's annoying is I looked at this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna write and I was like, nah, I'll skip that one. Um Oh, it's a play on words, it's from a film. No, it's, it's, it's one of the <sighs> musketeers, if that helps. It's D'Artagnan. Yeah. Dart. Yeah, thought so. Dart. And it's I don't remember the don't remember the colour of the spots. Green? Mm, yellow. Oh. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> um, okay. In season four, what does Elle's note to Mike say when she leaves? Um, dear Mike, um, I'm going to become a superhero again from Elle. It is the from. In- <laughs> insane, Claudia. <laughs> In is that word for sa- word? Yeah, yeah, word for word. Yeah. Oh Christ. god, I'm such a loser. I need to get a life. <laughs> no, look. If this was if this was Doctor Who, I'd be exactly the same. It does not make you a loser, my friend. The opposite. Um, okay. What was a plot hole pointed out by the fans in series four? Oh, they made like a big deal out of it. Oh, it's Will's birthday. Yeah. Right? Yeah, poor bastard. He really has a shit time, didn't he? Poor Will. He just... He he pours his heart out to Mike and basically says, I love you. Mm. And Mike just goes, Okay. (laughs) Um, Nice haircut, bro. (laughs) 
Well, the thing is, um, with this plot hole, apparently they're going to go back and re-edit season two and put May instead of March. Oh, bless him. So, uh, play, so play they're play trying to fix it because the like Duffer Brothers are like, oh wait, we didn't realise. Okay, third question, third and final question from me. Mm-hmm. My questions are so easy. What was the name of the girl that bullied Eleven? Angela. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even have to think. It was, it was <laughs> like that. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Um, I've got a few. I had a few questions set out in case we kind of d- duplicated. Um, so I'm going to go for this one. What mask did Eddie borrow off Max when um, he was running from the trailer to the um, camper van? It's uh, it's Halloween, isn't it? What's his name? Uh, Mike Myers. Yeah. It's Mike Myers. Smashed it. Smashed it. Oh, do you want to try? I did, I did some other questions. Did you want me to? Yeah, go on then. Let's do it. So I, uh, one of them was, what is the name of the mall in season three? Starcourt. Yeah. Well done. Oh my god! Look at me. Um, where did the boys find Elle in season one? Uh, uh, for... It's either the lake or the forest. It was in the woods. So, yeah, the forest. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. And then the last one. What season is the episode Chapter 7, The Lost Sister in? Oh, is that the... That's the episode everyone wants to bury because it was so useless. (laughs) Series two? Yeah. Well done, Harry. You You did did so... You you put yourself down and you, like, you smashed it. (laughs) Smashed it. We both smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. Oh, wicked. Look at that. That's great. There you go. It's a draw. (laughs) It's a draw. I'm happy with a draw. Yeah. Um, Well, look, Claudia... I really do appreciate you coming on. I hope you've, Sorry. I hope you had a nice time. Oh, I had a great time. You've... Oh, good, good. Um, I hope that you will join me again. If you yeah, like, definitely, if you'd like to. definitely. Sweet, holding you on. That's on. <laughs> that's on audio now. So yeah. you can't say no because I've got that on audio recording. Um, but before we go, where can people find you if you would like people to find you? Um, so I have. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you can follow me. All I do is upload pictures of me drinking. Um, but I have <laughs> um, I, my Instagram is just Claudia Townley. If you want to give that a follow, um, I actually do have a baking page, but I don't really upload to it um, as much anymore because I don't have the time to do it. But that's called it's the that's little it. bakes. Um, so so yeah, Claudia Townley or it's the little bakes, either or. Amazing um yeah and you can find us at the review lab podcast on spotify and apple podcasts you can find us at the review lab on all elements of social media um yeah as always thank you so much for listening it is genuinely really appreciated it kind of uh the reception and the reaction to episodes one and two 
was unexpected to say the least so thank you so much thank you to will jam for the jingle and the theme tune that's again something i never thought i'd get but that's amazing and thank you to claudia who as always is hilarious and lovely and wonderful um and just amazing in that regard um yeah i hope you're all gonna keep safe and well new episode next month hopefully unless something happens in life hopefully not i mean that'd be nice to just have a normal month for once but whatever um yeah once again thank you claudia thank you harry thanks for having me anytime it's been a pleasure um but yeah see you soon Bye. bye